Hey guys, welcome to Miss Team Talk. I'm your host Kyla, and today we'll be talking about mental health. If you listened to my last podcast episode when I was talking about self-esteem and self-image, um, I did talk about me making another episode about mental health, just based on mental health, because in the last episode I went into mental health, but I didn't go all the way into mental health because it was more about self-image. So this is the episode y'all been wishing for um, that is solely about mental health. Um, before I get started on this episode, I would like to say a couple things. One, if you're listening to this podcast on either spotify or apple playlist just to let you know i'm on spotify and apple playlist and soon i'll be on pandora so in google playlist so that's fun um what else and also go follow the podcast instagram at miss teen talk with two k's and all lowercase no space so i guess we can go ahead and get started into today's podcast episode so today we'll be talking about mental health like i rehearsed a couple seconds ago um and i do have a list in front of me of the most common mental health um air quote air quote disorders i don't know why they call them disorders um there's nothing wrong with having a mental health diagnosis so i'll through the episode i will be calling it a diagnosis because i don't like using the word disorder because it just makes it sound like there's something wrong with mental health like having a, a diagnosis of something is wrong it's okay to have depression it's okay to have uh ocd it's okay to have anxiety it's not it's not like dreadful i don't know something about disorder just kills me i'm gonna use diagnosis i'm sorry if disorder slips it is mentally ingrained but i'm gonna try my hardest to say diagnosis see i already gotta think about what i'm about to say i'm sorry but you know i'm trying to make a change and i'm trying to change my vocabulary when it comes to some things, and this is one of the things, so diagnosis is the word for today. Um, so let's get started. So the first diagnosis I want to talk about is depression. Now, trust me when I say I am familiar with depression. I am familiar with depression. It is crazy. But I truly have a good hate-love relationship with depression. And the reason why I say hate-love, because I know some people, when I said that, just crooked their necks and was like, the hell is she talking about let me explain myself obviously if you deal with depression you know what i mean by hate love relationship and if you deal with depression and you don't know what i mean by hate love relationship let me explain the hate part of depression is what it does to you it makes you feel drowsy it makes you feel unaccomplished it makes you feel just negatively altogether about yourself that's the negative part of depression we all know that but the air quote air quote big air quotes bunny ears whatever you want to call them the positive once again air quote air quote there's really nothing positive about depression um but in my experience i have found comfortability in my depression um and that's one thing i'm working on in 2023 is not like letting my depression consume me and not letting my depression become cozy i'm not this year i'm trying to disrupt depression whenever i get on get in a depressive state which it is only february of 2023 and i've been in three of those depressive episodes it is <laughs> the year starting off rough um hopefully it gets better when it keeps going but um i just want to disturb depression honestly and 
what I mean by that is as soon as I start feeling down and depressive because I'm not I know I'm not the only one but like I can low-key feel when a depressive episode is starting to begin and before it even gets bad now look I'm not saying that I'm gonna just sit there and be like oh no Kyla you're gonna get up you're gonna do this you're gonna do that no 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 no. sometimes it's good it's okay to feel that depressive feeling but not for an extended amount of time my my limit when it comes to my depressive episodes and i know this is gonna sound crazy my limit when it comes to my depressive episodes is a week once again i know it's gonna sound crazy but my depressive episodes last four months honestly sometimes it makes me think i may have bipolar disorder like it's crazy like my depressive episodes last four months you can ask anybody i know i will stop talking to everybody in my life i'll give up on everything like it's really bad so i'm giving myself a week to feel those depressive thoughts and then get my shit back together because i'm no longer gonna let it ruin my relationships because i mean i just i just won't let it ruin my life i won't let it drive my life now look i'm not gonna lie to you in the past depression it it didn't ruin a lot of my relationships but there are a couple relationships I feel like could have been saved if I wasn't so comfortable in my depression if every if like every time something went bad I didn't run into my depression like I don't know how to explain it but like every time something would get bad in life I would just I wouldn't fight I would just let it happen I would let the negative thoughts come through I would let the messy room start to collect I would just stop trying. My grades would go down. Assignments would stack up. I would just stop trying. But 2023 is a new year. I'm going to try and fight depression. I'm definitely going to try harder this year. Um, But with depression, it's really difficult, honestly, to try and to fight. Because depression is such a powerful thing. It is legitimately crazy it is so powerful and nobody talks about how powerful it is i mean like yeah we talk about like the side effects of depression and like what it makes us think you know it makes us feel like self-harming is necessary stuff like that but we never talk about how hard it is to get out of a depressive state because if we're going to be so honest with each other depression is honestly uh like a cozy place and i and i know some people are going to be like carla what the hell are you talking about but let's be so honest we all feel safest when we're depressed or at least that's how i feel i shouldn't be talking for everybody i'm talking for myself i feel safest when i'm depressed i no longer really care about anything so i'm not thinking about anything my anxiety levels are down i'm not thinking about what oh what does she think about me i'm not thinking oh does he think i'm cute i'm like i'm not thinking all that because i just gave up that's the comfortability that's the air quote air quote big air quotes positivity of it people in it it's honestly addicting it's kind of addicting how at least for me depression gives me that like i'm a rebel feel because once again i don't care about anything anymore usually during my depression episodes i drop everything i drop family i drop friends like i'm dropping everything i had a passion about i'm dropping it all during my depressive episodes and i just feel like obviously I feel bad because I mean it's a depressive episode but like it's just something about it's so comfortable I don't know how to explain it if you know what I'm talking about you know what I'm talking about but something about those depressive episodes sometimes they just feel so comfortable and cozy where it just makes you not want to fight it anymore and it just makes you feel like you want to give up but there are different ways to fight depression um therapy you could go to therapy um I've been in therapy 
for a couple months. I haven't been in therapy for like two years now. I am planning on going back into therapy. Um, Once again, on this podcast, I'm very raw and bland with you guys. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I was in therapy uh, because of my depression and um, it the therapy definitely helped. I did go to therapy for a couple months. Why did I stop therapy? Um, I don't know. I, I, I had like a really good feeling one month. I had a, I had a high. Uh, like, you know, you have your highs and your lows. For me, my highs are crazy. And I had a high and I stopped going to therapy. Um, but also therapy is expensive. Nobody tells you how expensive therapy is because everybody recommends going to therapy. Everybody's like, oh, go to therapy. It'll help you mentally. And yes, therapy will help you tremendously mentally. If you can do therapy, if you can afford therapy, I recommend doing it. But therapy is an expensive treatment. It is expensive. Um, It's like for me personally, therapy, one session just to talk for an hour or two was like $100. And I was doing therapy sessions like two, three times a week. That adds up 300 a week, 600 every two weeks, and $1,200 every month. That is crazy. Like, tell me, tell me that's not expensive. Unless you just, you're balling like that thing. Good for you. But I'm not trying to spend that kind of money. So, um, yeah, I just give up on therapy, which you shouldn't do that. Don't do that. I'm not recommending it. Go to therapy. Therapy is very useful. Therapy is needed for some people. Do not give up therapy if you're in it. But if you're not in it, I definitely do recommend it, especially if you're uh, struggling with depression or what you think is depression. I definitely recommend therapy. Therapy has helped me in tremendous ways. Um, Another thing I would say for depression is I have a question, um, which I know you can't amp- answer because this is a podcast episode, but like, so um, I know some people struggle with seasonal depression and I'm not saying that I do personally, but I have a family member who does and I do, I do notice how it affects, I, I do, I do notice, yeah, that's the correct, I notice how it affects her sometimes and like, it's so weird because I just feel like cold months it's it's cold months as soon as august starts all of a sudden it's just there's like life is so cold during august through what february what that's august or yeah august september october november december january February. that's seven months of just straight coldness it just is cold it's cloudy the days are short the nights are long sleep for some reason hits 10 times different and honestly if I'm going to be so honest, that's when most of my depression is. And I don't know. Would I say I have seasonal depression? Um, no. If I'm going to be so honest, I just realized I had depression and diagnosed with depression like a year ago. <laughs> so I'm still like freaking out the mechanics of it. But if I'm going to be so honest, I feel like everybody with depression has seasonal depression. Um, in some way or another, most people it's for when it gets cold outside, the days are shorter, the nights are longer. Um, it's more foggy. It's always raining. It's humid outside. That's usually when people have depression. But I've also heard stories of people having depression during the summer because they have nothing to focus on. School's out. Uh, some jobs are out and they just no longer have a 
something to work towards also what's a good question is do janitors that work at schools work like work during the summer at the school keeping the school clean or do they have to get another job that's something to think about i'm just saying i've always thought about that but i don't know do they um but yeah also another thing that's helped me with my depression is scheduling um i'm not really good at schedules i'm gonna be so honest and for some reason like scheduling just helps it helps me keep up with my assignments and in school it helps me keep up with sports it helps me keep up with clubs it just helps in general it is such an amazing thing uh scheduling has really helped me i definitely recommend it me personally i'm also not a planner type of girl i just can't plan plan things i can't plan things in planners but i love digital planners me personally i use the reminders app that apple supplies and it's actually really good i always used to hate on it um and try to find an app uh to use to remind myself to do things but the apple reminders it's a go it, it is so good i recommend it if you if you deleted it when you got your phone go ahead and re-download it it is amazing i don't really think i have anything else to say on depression i don't know it's depression is such a talked about subject nowadays there's really nothing to say about it that people haven't heard you know what i'm saying like because you'll hear people say oh you need to keep fighting uh it's okay just get help everybody has heard that i don't know because with depression as there's a stigma around it like i feel like sometimes it's overpopulized especially on like social media apps like tiktok oh my gosh there's some girls that be on tiktok or boys too that just be like oh my god i have depression because they're sad for three days no 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 no. depression is when you're feeling down and unmotivated and tired and so many other things for a series of at least two weeks or more that's literally the definition of depression and then somebody will be sad because they got an f on their test and say they're depressed you know also what gets on my nerves when people joke about killing themselves i don't know if it happens where you guys are but like people will be like oh my god i'm gonna kill myself over something so simple i don't know how to explain it um, but for an example, I had this conversation with this girl and it was the second semester of our school year and um, we got our schedules changed like we usually do. And she was like, oh, my God, I hate all my classes. You know, I'm gonna kill myself. And I was like, you may be saying that in a joking matter, but it's not funny. Or like this guy I knew, he tried and uh, he wasn't at school for a couple of days. When he came back, he told a couple of his friends. And literally, his friends started making fun of him. And I felt so bad. So, you know, I told his friends, I was like, that shit's not funny. Like, a lot of people actually, like, end up doing it over shit like this. Like, it's not funny. And they're like, Kylie, you're overreacting. Da, da, da. No, I'm not. It's not funny. Like, you should not joke about those things. You should never just say, oh, I'm going to kill myself because something's stupid. You don't know how many people in the room actually think that to a day-to-day basis. Including me. Like, it, it aggravates me because I actually low-key sometimes feel that way. And hearing people joke about it, like, it's absolutely nothing. It's infuriating. It's like, like, I don't know. It's just, it's, I don't know. I don't know if it's just a me thing. It's just crazy. I don't, personally, I don't like it. Um. So, what should we talk about next? I think we should talk about anxiety. As a person with anxiety, trust me, I've had way too many encounters with anxiety and panic attacks. Um, I feel like people 
once again also overdue anxiety now that it's a more talked about subject and i i love the fact that mental health is becoming a more stabilized subject in our community in our society it should be it always should it should have been and it always should be um but people are now using it as like like a punchline and like a joke and it's once again it's not funny any kind of like a mental diagnosis isn't funny i don't know it's just like people will be like oh my god this is gonna give me a panic attack because they were one minute late to class when as somebody who does truly deal with panic attacks to a day to day day-to-day basis it's literally insulting it's kind of insulting if i'm gonna be so honest it's just i don't know it ruffles my feathers and it just it just makes me feel bad i don't know but what can i say about anxiety that people haven't already said i mean yes there are tips and tricks to deal with anxiety but honestly when it comes to mental health off off topic but or it is on topic but when it comes to mental health it's honestly just about how you one see yourself two how you deal with your mental health and three your environment i feel like those are the top three things about mental health also if we're getting into like a more uh genetic biology sense of it it is genetics and your mental biology and stuff like that but if we're gonna put it into like uh after you're born kind of sense sense it's based on your environment, how you think about yourself and what people put into you. Um, that's the, that's like the best way I could say it. Kind of sounds weird, but like when I mean put into you, I mean like what you're taught, what you're taught by your surroundings. So once again, environment. And oh, speaking of mental health as like a genre, like overall, not the little topics of mental health. People should be able to have mental health days. I feel like mental health days should be in school calendars, work calendars. I don't think you should be able, I don't think it's okay for jobs and even schools to call people's mental health days just like absent or off work. Because you know how like some work jobs, some work, some jobs give you like three vacation days. And like even if you're feeling deep in depression, you have to use one of your vacation days as a vacation or you have to use one of your vacation days as a mental health thing. I feel like it should be like some kind of law or something where they make mental health days necessary in corporate law, like just corporate places, workplaces, fast food. I don't care. They should also make it uh, something schools do. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, schools will have Labor Day and Martha Luther King Day, which those are very important days. But what about mental health days? Schools should put mental health days into their system or they can at least do something that my school does, which we have a DLD day, which technically is a digital. It's called digital learning day or a.k.a. DLD day. And the teachers go to work to grade homework and the kids stay at home. But it still counts as a school day because if you didn't know, legally schools have to have 180 days of school to be a school. And it still counts as a day of school because we still do work online, but it really helps mentally. I love our DLD days. Whoever created with our DLD days at my school is amazing because it is so beneficial mentally. And honestly, my mental health personally, when it came to the DLD days, it's so much better because I don't know. DLD days give me something to look forward to. Like whenever my teachers announce that there's a DLD day, for some reason I'm so excited. Like it's it's not even funny. And if I'm gonna be so honest, if we're gonna be so honest with each other, 
nobody's doing work on them DOD days. Yes, they do assign work that you need to be that it needs to be done and turned in by the due date. But if we're gonna be so honest, some late work will not kill you. <laughs> so I personally love our DOD days. I think every school should have a mental health day, aka the DOD days. Um, but anyways, anxiety. Back on the topic of anxiety. Um i've i feel like i've i don't know if i've always dealt with it because i mean like you can't really tell if you've always dealt with anxiety um but you definitely or at least for me i definitely remember the first time i like what's the word i realized that's the word i realized i had anxiety and today i realized i was if you were on the last episode of this podcast titled self image you heard about this story, but I'm going to go ahead and repeat it in a shorter term. If you want the long story, go to that episode. But I was in the fourth grade. I got a D on the test. I had a panic attack. My teacher came out to the hallway and she bumped my grade up to a B because I was having a panic attack, panic attack in the hallway. And she didn't know what to do. So now looking back, that was definitely the first day I realized I had a panic attack or I I've that i want to say that's the day i realized i had anxiety because i remember the day i realized i had anxiety but that's the day i realized that something was wrong like that's the day i realized that this should not be happening like this is not a normal human thing like i should not be this stressed out to the point where i'm shaking palm sweating hyperventilating in a hallway in a fourth grade elementary school hallway but the actual real time i literally like remember this to the like to the very second millisecond is um i got told some very shocking news 2020 2021 i think it was seventh grade was hard it was definitely hard um i really it just i don't know a lot of people in my family were struggling with health covid was huge um i had to go to some funerals and I found out a lot of things about my family. I don't know. It was just hard. And um, I found out something. Uh, I found out that one of my family members had cancer. And um, even though we weren't super, super duper close. I mean, look, I was still close with her. She did a lot for me. But even though we were super, super close, it still hurt. And that's the first time I realized I was having a panic attack. All I remember is I got the text. I think it was from my mother or my cousin. It was one of the two. And um, I just sat there and I was staring into like the distance. I focused out or I dozed out or whatever you want to call it. And I spaced out. That's what I was looking for. And um, I started breathing heavily. My heart started pounding and my palms were cold but they were sweating and i ran to my room i sat on my bed i spaced out again and it got really hot all of a sudden i was my mouth was dry i was dizzy and i was just hyperventilating i I felt like i couldn't catch my breath and that was the first time i realized i'm having a panic attack and the realization of me having a panic attack while i was having a panic attack did not help with the panic attack the panic attack got even worse and i called one of my family members and they helped me through it but that was definitely the first time i realized i had a panic attack and then i I remember after the panic attack and after i got off the phone with my friend 
or family member i think it was a family member i got in my bed i literally laid there for like an hour just looking at the wall and doing research on panic attacks i was like because i it happened and then my fan my family member was like oh uh this could be a panic attack and i was like what and she was like yeah you're, you're showing a lot of symptoms of that being a panic attack and i was like oh okay and then i searched it up and literally every single thing that they were talking about resolved with the panic attack i just had and then i went to a doctor and i got diagnosed so that's how that happened that's how i remember my first anxiety attack i wonder how everybody else's was you know if you want to tell me about your first um i you could contact the instagram at miss teen talk with two k's all lowercase no spaces and honestly i'm gonna make this a short episode today because talking about mental health has made me realize one one more thing i want to talk about and the reason why i'm shortening this episode because i want this to be the most ingraining part of today's episode journaling journaling and i know i know that i know that came off weird because you know there was that long space but if you're thinking about making your mental health better journaling 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 that's all i can say is journaling and other things like reaching out to family and friends going to therapists talking about your feelings with other people stuff like that but if you're a more sacred person that doesn't really like talking about their feelings to people or strangers journaling helps me so much i have this one journal it was like seven dollars from walmart it's really cute and it's just a lined journal and i have a designated pen with the journal and every day i'll pick a prompt off pinterest or tiktok or i just make one up in my mind and i'll write one down so i'm gonna give you guys an example because i have my journal right here um because actually before i started this podcast episode i started this uh, i started a journaling page today so okay let's let's do this one and if you're deciding on journaling or if you have a piece of paper near you i want you to try this prompt out and then i want you to write down whatever the answer to this prompt and just once you're done writing this prompt i recommend putting on music or even a podcast you know you can listen to my other episodes on spotify or apple podcast you know i had to link but um once you're done writing this journaling prompt, I want you to look at the page and I want you to look at the page and realize how much you dumped onto this page or how little you dumped on this page. Um, journaling can be a really long page of just straight like all your emotions and feelings. Or if you're really like straight to the point nonchalant person, it can be really short. But journaling helped me because it was a way for me to get out what was in my mind onto a sheet of paper but also feeling like my personal life is secret to myself so um i'm gonna read you guys the prompt the prompt i used was do you try to hide any parts of yourself from others and why so when you answer that prompt answer it truthfully don't don't sit here and bullshit yourself because technically imagine this as if you're writing to yourself imagine this as if you were your own therapist which i don't recommend 
but you know if you want therapy go to a real therapist but um or you know if you need a therapist you know me personally a family member or a friend always helps um obviously they're not professional licensed therapists and don't try to make their advice from don't make don't take their advice too seriously but if you always need somebody to talk to reach out but anyways um once you write that prompt look at the page and focused on how you feel because me personally after i'm done journaling for the day because uh, i do journal once a day to a new prompt every time i feel lighter something about journaling just makes me feel lighter as a person it just makes me feel good i feel good i feel light it makes me feel like i just dumped everything that was on my shoulders onto a piece of paper even though if the prompt has nothing to do with what happened that day it just feels so good to be able to write something down on a piece of paper that I know is safe and private with myself that I know that nobody will see so before I actually go um I'm gonna read you guys one more prompt you can save this if you don't it's okay but this prompt is three things I value about myself so I'm gonna go ahead and end this podcast episode um Go check out my Instagram for this podcast at Miss Teen Talk with two K's, all lowercase, no space. On that podcast account, <laughs> I almost said episode. On that podcast account, I will be posting more prompts for you guys when it comes to journaling. So go check that out. Um, it should be up by the time this episode airs. But I love you guys. I appreciate you guys for listening to this podcast episode. I hope it helped you out in some kind of way. And if this is your first time listening to me, I hope you really enjoyed it. And I hope that we can, you could be a part of my community. And I hope that you enjoyed my podcast and you can listen to other episodes. So I know I said this before, but right before I leave, you know, go check the Instagram out. Um, I'm going to post something that revolves with this episode. I do that with every episode and I feel like I'm missing one thing. Uh, no, I'm not. I love you guys. Have a good day or night and I appreciate you.